Hey everybody, so yesterday, uh, got a, finally got a HomePod, Apple HomePod, and, uh, spent many hours listening to it, and this morning, kind of had a cool moment that I've just never experienced before, where when I asked Siri for the news this morning, she, uh, immediately said, hey, I've never gotten the news for you before, what do you prefer, NPR, Fox News, The Washington Post, and there was one other one that I can't remember, uh, but it was kind of nice. It was a little refreshing um, to be given some different choices for news, not to have one particular outlet, you know, shoved down your throat. And they give you a good variety um, in terms of like conservative leaning, neutral, um, Washington specific, that sort of thing, um, depending on what kind of news you're trying to hunt for. That being said, um, music is still what the HomePod's all about. Um, but in terms of other news happening today, Um, Tech news-wise, there's basically nothing going on today. Um, And in terms of uh, other things that I'm currently excited about, um, you know, always excited about new cars being released, new vehicles coming out. Um, And I noticed that on Circuit Breaker Live today on The Verge, they were talking about uh, the Model 3. I know I've seen a few videos on the Model 3 thus far. Um, I've been asked by a few of my friends if I've pre-ordered one. I have not. Um, mainly because I don't like the idea of putting a thousand dollars down on something that I can't test drive and touch before I own it. Um, that makes me slightly uncomfortable, uh, especially having worked in more traditional car dealership environments. Uh, that being said, I do look forward to, uh, eventually seeing a model three. Um, I've test driven a P85 D and that was fun. Um, And I've never sat in a P100D, though. I'm sure that's even more fun. Uh, That being said, um, in future episodes, I do look forward to talking a little bit more about cars, technology, uh, tech tech in general, a little bit of business news, some food, that sort of thing. Um, But yeah, today's been pretty uneventful. Um, That's about it. Yeah. So, one quick car news thing that I... Actually, three quick car news things that I wanted to hit on. Uh, So, the horsepower and the engine type leaked today of the new Toyota Supra slash new next-gen BMW Z4 since they're being co-developed. And by the sounds of it, it's going to be a straight six, which, praise the engine gods, it's a straight six that makes approximately 335 horsepower, 332 pound-feet of torque, um, so that's exciting. Uh, the rumor right now, though, is that there isn't going to be a manual option, that you're just going to have an eight-speed automatic transmission. Um, I don't remember hearing if that was going to be dual clutch, if it was going to be just a normal torque converter. I would hope it's dual clutch, so you can fire off some rapid-fire shifts real easy. Um, let's, you know, pray to the transmission gods that if we don't get a manual, that we at least get a dual clutch. That being said, uh, other exciting things in the automotive world, uh, Ford is selling so many new expeditions and navigators that they've had to boost their production, which I find really exciting. Um, I've sat in the new, uh, the new, uh, well, no, I sat in the expedition, not the navigator, 
and uh, the expedition the new expedition is absolutely beautiful it looks like an f-150 inside which is to say it looks great and it looks modern it looks updated that vehicle was so long in the tooth um, the underlying platform had been updated in well over a decade um, so I'm really looking forward to Ford kind of pushing General Motors a little bit more to innovate in the full-size SUV market um, that being said the m most irritating thing to me is watching the Toyota Tacoma the Toyota Tundra and the Toyota Sequoia get outclassed by everybody um, they still sell decent numbers because they're so reliable, but fuel economy-wise, capability-wise, towing capacity, that sort of thing, they're just so outclassed by everybody else making full-size vehicles at this point. The Sequoia, it got a small fascia update this year, but it really does need some help. Um, going forward, you know, if they're going to stay in this market, you know, they... They just need to class up the vehicle a little bit, especially now that the new Expedition and the new Navigator are out, and they feel a price back bracket above where everybody else in this segment is. Um, I know here where I live in Georgia, there's a local uh, Toyota dealer that doesn't even stock Sequoias anymore because um, they can't sell them. You have, to, you have to order one, otherwise you will not be able to find one on their lot, uh, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, which is weird for a Toyota when you think about it, because Toyotas, they're Toyotas, so they sell well. Uh, and then also, just a car that I'm excited about, that I really want to get my hands on, really want to sit in, experience some of the new funness, new quality that Volkswagen is bringing in the Ardian, I think that's how you say it, Arteon, uh, Ardian, um, to replace the Passat CC, which was never an exciting car, it just wasn't it was slightly pretty for about a minute and then it wasn't anymore it just looked like a squished and pulled Passat uh, that being said the uh, new Ardian looks absolutely beautiful four-wheel drive sorry all-wheel drive correct myself there all-wheel drive four motion with the hatch which Volkswagen executives have insisted is not a hatch but it's totally a hatch it's a liftback just like the new Buick Regal that excites me. That is something very, very cool that the world needs more of, especially in the United States. If sedans are going to live on in the United States automobile market, they've got to get spicy. They've got to do different things. And I think liftbacks, all-wheel drive, those are ways that brands can actually keep sedans competitive. So I look forward to getting my hands on the new Volkswagen Ardeon, uh, hopefully sometime soon when one shows up in my market here. But that's really all I've, all I've got for automotive news. Uh, I realize that wasn't the most well-scripted thing you've ever heard, but uh, th those are just the three big things that are on my mind. The Supra, the Expedition, slash Navigator, and that new Volkswagen. So, uh, yeah, that's what I, what I think about cars. It's pretty sweet, right? 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 Now, one other thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is the new Snapchat update. I have a ton of friends that are extremely offended by the Snapchat update. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out why. So if you've been a loyal Snapchat user since the beginning, it is the one social app that has changed more than any other social network. It is extremely app-driven, it's extremely youth-driven, and this update 
as confusing as it may be to some, is actually supposed to engage older users and make the interface more easy to understand if you've never touched the Snapchat app previously. So a lot of us had gotten used to the old Snapchat app because we had to, because our friends were there, we had to learn how to use it, as convoluted as it might have been. We were forced to figure out how it worked and how to get things done on it because we wanted to be part of that network. And slowly as Instagram has taken features from Snapchat and integrated it into their app, the audience has stayed on Instagram. And a lot of my friends feel like the Instagram feed has actually died and that stories is all that matters on Instagram, which I find really interesting, which I guess my friends that are that way are my friends that aren't creative professionals, aren't models, aren't photographers, videographers, graphic designers, because the ones that are in the creative field, the feed is still very alive. The feed still functions. There's still a lot of great content to be had there, and it does bring a lot of value every day. Now, Snapchat, those same people were a lot more carefree and open on Snapchat than they used to be on Instagram. And it's been interesting to watch how they integrate like the stories features in Instagram into their professional, very curated Instagram existences. Some of them do have thousands of followers and they manage to be a little bit more free in their Instagram stories. But if you really want to know what's going on in their lives, you still want to be on Snapchat. And then that next level deeper would be Facebook Messenger or iMessage. So I think there's still these layers to how we interact with social. And I think Snap right now is really trying to refine where they sit between the iMessage Facebook Messenger crowd and the Instagram Twitter crowd where you're kind of putting on a persona every day when you update those accounts. I'm talking about Twitter and Instagram. Whereas on Snap, you still don't have to put on quite as much of a persona. But when you're in iMessage or Facebook Messenger or WeChat or WhatsApp, you're not putting up any sort of fakeness, any sort of persona. You're just being you because you're legitimately communicating with people you know. Snapchat is that weird middle ground. And this update, for me at least, is Snapchat trying to get back to their roots figure out how people really use it to interact one-on-one because it does it does make chatting about someone's story a lot easier it makes interacting with them a lot easier Um, I would say the only place where it really makes anything more difficult is interacting with the discover discovery stories you know where you're scrolling through and you've got all these big tiles and they're all moving it's kind of overwhelming on a certain level Um, it's almost a more poorly done version of Instagram's discover page Uh, when you go to search but that being said I still think Snapchat they have a long way to go but I think they are moving in the right direction and it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next 18 months with Snapchat I would argue that the next 18 months for Snapchat will be the most interesting 18 months in all of tech startups because really Evan and his team have a chance to either blow up the platform or to lock it down uh and i'm just curious to see what they do with it but yeah those are some of my thoughts on on snapchat uh i'd really be curious what some other people think that are listening um so feel free to chime in let me know because snapchat's getting wild man it's wild out here in these snap streets
So my final thought for the day, uh, just, you know, tech, cars, and food, that's really all I think about in life, and right now, I cannot get the thought of a delicious Culver's butter burger with cheddar cheese, bacon, some french fries, crinkle cut fries on the side, that is all I want right now. Um, You know, it's one of those foods that I crave on a regular basis, but right now the urge is extra strong. So I think as I'm leaving my day job, I will be partaking in some burger, some cheddar cheese, some fries, some awesomeness. Uh, I would love to hear what you're eating tonight um, because it'll probably make me more hungry. And I do enjoy being hungry. Um, I don't enjoy being hangry, but hungry is okay. And, uh, you know, food kind of turns me on. So, uh, you know, drop me a line. Let me know what you're eating. I will be eating greasy, delicious burgerness tonight. Um, I promise my food updates will be more exciting in the future. But tonight, I, I just need that burger dough. Like, get in my belly. I need some of that. Yum, yum.